We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of News You Can Use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. I'm Ann Baldwin. And I'm Lisa and Kenoki. Good morning. Good morning. Guess what I did this week? What? Let's see. I bought an electric bike. Oh, no. An electric bike? Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. I was visiting someone on the Cape, and they had one. And so I tried it out. It's the best thing. Is it? It it is. Because you know what you can do? You can ride it like as a regular bike. Yeah. Right? But here in Connecticut, we've got so many hills and everything that trying to get up those hills is just almost impossible. So does it help you? Does it help you? It's electric, man. I mean, you push this little thing and you just... It get, just goes? It goes. You oh. get this burst of energy and up, up the hill I, you go. So, I might have to get that. So Sorry. I'm kind of <laughs> loving it. It really, it's a fun thing. So that's my big announcement. I just decided. But, you know, the big dilemma that I had after I bought the bike is, do I really have to wear a helmet? Well, you do by law, don't you? No, I don't think there's a law that you have to wear a helmet. On a bike? I don't think so. Oh, but anyway, but it's probably safe. Remember Simon yeah. Cowell? Do you remember he was on his electric bike? Yeah, and got injured. He like, did. Yeah, badly. Yeah, badly. that's the only thing that kind of scares me. I know. So what I did was, but you know, I just remember the days of riding my bike for miles and hours and every day. And you know, you never wore a helmet, but then no. again, you never wore a seatbelt. You that's didn't. Right. You know, so, <laughs> and I'm here today to to tell about it, to talk about it. So, yeah. so what I did was I ordered this helmet that looks like a baseball cap. Okay. And I got that. And when I went to get on my bike yesterday, my son FaceTimed me. My son, my 33-year-old son FaceTimes me from and Florida. And he said, Mom, what he, is that? Yeah, he, no, he said, I just want to make sure, I heard you riding your bike, that you have your helmet on. So my kid's checking on me to make sure. Oh, that I'm wow. Wearing. So isn't that kind of cool? That's you talk cool. about role reversal, Yeah. Huh? Wow. Yeah. So, so how was that hat, though? Was the hat enough coverage? No, yeah. It's still a, like a hard hat. It almost looks like a jockey hat. Okay. You know? And okay. then, but it still covers your head, and I think it would... If you fell, probably keep you from cracking your skull open. We'll, oh, I hopefully will not find out if it works I or know. not. You have to tell me. I'll I have will. to see. It might be able to just get up my hill, go get my mail on an electric bike because I won't <laughs> walk down the hill. There you go. <laughs> hey, it's good exercise still, I got to tell you. So it's just been a heck of a couple weeks, yes. hasn't it, Lisa? Yes. And, you know, I... I unfortunately or fortunately, you know, got a call from the city of Bristol asking me, you know, a couple of weeks ago if I could help with out with the tragedy that happened um, in Bristol where the uh, two police officers, uh, Sergeant Dustin DeMonte and um, Lieutenant Alex Hamsey were ambushed and shot and killed um, while replying to a domestic. domestic. And then you had Officer Alec Arado who really did a heroic thing was shot and and is now thankfully recovering um but took the suspect down 
So it's just been um, one of those things. You know, it's my business, and I don't really talk about my business on this radio show, but I've been doing this now for 22 years where, Mm -hmm. you know, people call me because when you get into a situation, especially something like this, right, where this has made national news. That's right. um, I spent the entire day that Friday of the memorial service in the lobby at the Bristol Police Department with uh, the whole crew from CBS Evening News. Wow. Um, So there were there. It was was a national spotlight um, because it's just, you know, such a tragedy in such a horrible situation and unfortunately it seems to be happening more more and more and and with all this defund the police lack of respect um so that's that's the tragedy in this but there was a silver lining to the story and we'll get to that in a little bit you know from the outside looking in what was your impression of all the things that well i mean i know also just being in this business you know crisis management people Mm -hmm. don't ever think that they'll you don't ever think that your whole city will be besieged with media with the interest but it's really people caring and wanting to know what's going on what's going on with the family what's going on with the officers um i mean i i just was you know, in awe of everything was just people were really heartfelt in terms of what they were doing from the police that were going the processions to each of the funeral homes to the fire departments and people going across bridges and people stopping to just pay their respects. I mean, I I love our state because I do think uh, we wear our heart on our sleeves. I think no one was uh, not touched by this particular Uh, incident. I mean, people are still coming out in droves to make sure to go to Bristol to see. I think people that grew up there that came from there are are trying to just find their way in terms of what is their connection. Um, I I do think that uh, when you see what work that you've done, you don't see it. It's behind the scenes. But you realize that it takes more than just a couple of hands to to know what to say how to say it, mm-hmm. um, and, and just to put everything in order you had. I love seeing at the uh, memorial the junior cadets when yeah. they had the yeah. junior uh, cadets that were a part of the ceremony. And also, I guess, one of the officers had been very involved. I love seeing the um, some of the videos of the officers with the they, kids yes. well, at wh- school, right. which was so good that someone was able, and I think it was Mozzarella Productions, I think, had captured this to kind of make them more in touch with the community, which they obviously already were. Right. So I thought that was really profound to be able to see them uh, you know, actively touching people to hear kids say, hey, he let me sit in his police car or he told me, you know, that I'm going to be something one day. And even the gentleman who had the problem with alcoholism who said yes. that he saved, his uh, life. he saved his life and he mm-hmm. said he was going to every year release balloons in honor of him. I mean, I think those are the things that, that are that's creating memories when you're alive. I think right. that's what it's about. It is. And so, you know, these officers were very involved in the school community. Yes. Like you said, Lisa, very. they were um, school resource officers, you know, playing basketball, playing hoops, yes. uh, interacting with the kids. How are you doing today? They were trusted face and, and uh, you know, just like another classmate, if you will, in the hallways of those schools and at the memorial outside of the Bristol Police Department, which is still there today. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to the folks as to how long will that be there and they said they're going to keep it there the chief has decided he wants it there as long as possible just because people are still coming yeah you need to come you need to grieve you need to do whatever you need to do and uh, the letters from the school children the personal letters written to these officers 
you know, if you haven't had a chance to go see it, whether you knew these officers or not, it's just yeah. one of those things you need to see and experience. It really is an experience. So they've taken these letters and the full front of the police department goes up three floors, all glass. Yes. And the, the woman there from the um, facilities department has been in charge of all this, taping up each and every letter, reading each and every correspondence that comes in and hanging it up. Wow. Um, making sure that in the buckets there's water for the flowers, taking the old flowers out. And I want people to know, too, if you're one of those people that's already been there yes. and you've brought something, these things are not just being discarded. What they're going to do is they're going to take some of the things, some of the plastic and things like that, they're going to do compost, and they're going to make memorial benches oh, wow. out of that material. And then with the flowers, um, there's a renovation project that's going on right now in downtown, will be going on in downtown Bristol. Bristol. And they're going to take all the other things, and they're going to compost those and use that as part of the foundation for some of these places that will be um, built downtown. Wow. So, that's and then great. the money that's come in, you know, the funds, and, and I want people too to know about the funds um, because there are two funds that if you, you know, just to support your law enforcement or just do a good thing, you know, right. it's getting towards the end of the year. There are two funds that are set up. One is the Bristol Hero Heroes Fund, excuse me, and that's at Thomaston Bank. And um, that was set up by the Bristol Police Union, and that's going to support any of the officers impacted by the death of Lieutenant DeMonte and Sergeant Hamsey. Wow. So that's one. And then the other one goes directly to the families, and that is called Fund the First. And both of these campaigns have websites. You can find them on the, the Bristol website. You can find them on the police department's website. And that's going to go directly to benefit uh, the families, and that was organized by the uh, Police uh, Benevolent Association. So two funds which continue to grow, uh, the support and the heartfelt, you know, thoughts and prayers that have come from from all over. I also found it interesting, too, we talked about the school component, how many parents I saw with their young school children walking and explaining, reading, yes. looking. Um, and I at, at first I thought it was kind of odd, but then I thought, no, these no. kids got to know. They've yeah. got to, they've got, you can't hide this stuff. Yes. I, I remember as a kid myself, um, our bus driver was killed in a, an accident. And, you know, here he's driving our bus every day and then he's gone. And it was something that was so eerie, but so um, just traumatic. And you wanted to know, you wanted to understand, and it's kind of hard. So you have to kind of deal with it. And grief has no timeline, no time limit. So I think to be able to walk, let the kids see, to talk to them, I think is what you have to do. Otherwise, they just kind of don't really understand and don't get to really share their feelings of what is really going on. Um, so I do think it's important. I know also speaking of the Bristol community, the the different people from ESPN to uh, you see that sports teams from the Miami Dolphins, mm -hmm. New England Patriots have done things because both of the officers really were big fans of, in particular, uh, football. So I thought that was great that they took busloads to the Patriots game. But first of all, the Robert Miami Kraft Dolphins. personally called the chief and said, I would like for you and your officers to come to the Patriots game. Yes. They got out on that field 
And I talked to the chief after that, and he said, you know, it's the first time that we kind of got to smile, you know, that, yeah. that we could enjoy you know, an experience, um, but not forgetting, but it was just such a wonderful tribute. And like you said, you know, Robert Kraft himself, you know, out he called and treated them to a day that, that they really did appreciate. So there's been so much outpouring. And we can't forget the Yankees also did something <laughs> too. And also, but really the Dolphins, I think it was, uh, was it uh, Sergeant Hamsey was supposed to be at the Dolphins yes. game. Mm -hmm. And so in honor of that, the Dolphins picked right up, made sure to do something uh, to honor him. So to see those that type of outpouring, not just here locally, but nationally, how, how much impact, I think it really shows everybody that we all can make a difference. And just saying a prayer or doing something kind again, not just for the people that have passed on, but for other officers, for other family mm -hmm. members. I think we have a, a better understanding of just how many people this impacts when it's one officer. It's an entire family. It's an entire community. Um, I think there again the Bristol community a lot of the businesses small businesses were mm -hmm. doing things still I know. are yep they're still doing things uh, for the family I saw in North Haven uh, they were doing a walk in the community uh, so it's just great to see people getting out with their families doing things together I think it's kind of woken up everybody to well, the and idea sure, and I, if, if nothing else what I hope is that it renews our respect for first responders and for law enforcement yes uh, for some reason I don't know I, maybe it's the politics. I feel that a lot of us have lost that and been, and been given the right to be disrespectful, which is never an option for me. Right. So to build that respect. And speaking of respect, I got to tell you, too, because we had a press conference um, about a week ago and the press has been so respectful. They really have wanted to, you know, not dig into the investigation, what happened, what's going to change, because they're not talking about that that's in the hands of state police that right. investigation is a separate thing that's that's ongoing so to come and to know that these people have just lost their own the media i've never really i think the last time i saw that kind of respect and dignity on behalf of the press was probably sandy hook it was the same kind of thing where they also are human and they understand the loss and they they had to walk by that memorial to get into the press conference and if that doesn't slow you down and make right. you reflect right. then nothing will well i loved how also the bristol police chief you probably worked with him on making sure to recruit new folks yes you know yeah. you need new folks mm -hmm. i think that's what people are missing that uh this job is so it's more than just a public servant and people give of their life and i think what we need is more people like these officers these young officers uh, we need more people to step up in our communities and that's one of the things that i think people sometimes miss it's it's one thing to just who who, who are we expecting to do this we need to step up ourselves or encourage other people to do honorable jobs mm -hmm. like police officers like you, firemen right i kind of look at it like ukraine right mm -hmm. it's it's a call to service and that is what's happening lisa we're yes. seeing it right now because that was one of the key messages in that press conference is we need officers statewide there's a shortage and people are stepping up it's maybe been in the back of some people's minds right uh but now they're thinking you know what now's the time now's the time that i want to get involved and give back to my community and people are doing it so that's another great message is if you want to to serve your community and and do that 
go ahead go to the websites of any any municipality in our state that's right and there are you know help wanted signs everywhere and it's never too late because i know quite a few people who have had a whole nother career who decided Mm -hmm. hey i might be 40 or 50 but you know what i'll go for it i'll try this and i think that's what we should never put a time limit also on the idea that it's too late to start a new chapter no it isn't you know it's interesting it's kind of similar my father who moved out here from Colorado started being a corrections officer at 50 Wow at 50 they called him rusty because he was <laughs> he, because he was old you know 50 years old but you know he put in 12 years Wow you know and he loved it he loved that job and the benefits and and the friendships that he made not with the prisoners but with the fellow officers yes um, really did change his life Wow so there is something to be said for that profession and again our our utmost respect to all those out there it was also interesting as I sat in the lobby you know because CBS News it's not just bring a camera and a light and here comes the reporter I gotta tell you yeah it's a whole, it was like whole thing it was like 48 hours yeah Dateline or yeah. one of those things <laughs> I mean just the equipment that they set up and the preparation that went into that but while we sat there the stories and the and the people that we saw coming in I remember this one little old man with his little cane um, walking into because they could go to the front desk right and and he had he gave a contribution in an envelope and he said this is all I have for today but I'm hoping to come back again tomorrow and he just started bawling he just started crying he wow. was just so upset and so hurt and was also touched by these officers in the community and it was just heart-wrenching the people that walked in with their children so they could hand them you know their letters and their notes and their wow. little things it was um, it was a reality check. It was kind of a good thing. It was just sitting there and watching and reflecting and seeing how different people respond and what the impact was. And now what they're doing in Bristol, which is really cool, is a lot of businesses and homes are putting blue lights. Yeah, I did see that. On their blue homes. Lights. They're they're, you know, they're like sold out of blue lights yeah, across thought... the state of Connecticut, but you know, there's always Amazon, right? Yeah. Um put in for those blue lights and that's what they're doing now is everybody is putting up blue lights wasn't it like lowe's or home depot one of the big box big boxers, stores yeah. said that they were going to give out the blue lights in honor and it's kind of taken off oh yes where people mm-hmm. have their blue lights on right there's drone footage also. now of of at nighttime if you go over the city or you drive through the city you could it's just it's amazing yeah, what I'll a great idea that, that it, is a it great really idea. is cool yes you know you keep them up over the holidays why not that's right so that's right. you know the question is now you know where do we go from here and that's what everybody's you know got to figure out and now we just had a firefighter that was killed today in a in a car accident so here we go again and yeah. it's the you know these officers really rally around each other and support each other and you know, well, he was that was a real terrible one too because he was on the side of the highway and he was out and another car crashed yeah. into him, which then you know he was you know just not even thinking yep. he's going to be into something. One and year on the job, yeah, young, young man, yeah, I think he was twenty-seven or something. Yeah, young like, man, and you know the chief said that's all he wanted to do was to be on the fire department, and he was there for I don't even think it was a year yet and look at this tragedy so now we're going to see this all over again yeah and as we're talking about uh you know community service i know also uh, supreme court justice uh luby harper just won an award and i think uh, there was an editorial in the newspaper yesterday and he talked about the need for us to give of ourselves the community service i think above 
and, and beyond everything, we need to inject civility back into our communities, mm -hmm. into our world, into our lives. And the only way we can do it, we can't expect other people to do it. We have to do it. We have to be the North Star that starts to make a difference, to be able to you know, talk to our neighbors, to be able to go out and help other people and not just assume that someone else is gonna do it. We have to really get back to the basics of you know, helping our neighbors, helping our friends, and, and helping people that we don't know, if we can, be of, of assistance. You know, not just at Thanksgiving, not just at uh, the holidays. We need to be thinking about this as a as a as a way of life. Right. You know, it's kind of interesting. They have these on Facebook now. Buy nothing groups in your community. So, for example, I'm on Buy Nothing Windsor. Oh wow! Okay. So when you have things. Like recently, I just went through and, and washed. I have I have too many blankets. So what you do is you take pictures of these things and you put them up there, and people ask you for the things. You don't they don't pay anything. Oh wow! Um, I didn't hear it's that. It's really cool. So so it, called buy nothing. Buy nothing. Yours would be buy nothing. Your community. Whatever time. Okay. Right. So it's really oh. you talk about giving back because there's so many people that need the simplest things. And I gotta admit, I've even saw a couple of things on there. I'm like. Oh, I could use that. So I'll say, oh, if I'm chosen, I would love to have that. And sometimes I get chosen. Like I need more stuff, right? Okay. <laughs> but you also see on there just the stories. The other night there was one that says, does anyone happen to have a few gallons of gas? I'm really short right now and I got to pick my kids up from school. And oh, on wow. there she had a picture of her five kids. You're so, kidding me. No, I'm not. Someone uh, else was having surgery and just needed some help maybe, you know, tidying up her house a little bit. And someone volunteered that service. So it's not just giving away free stuff. I wow. think everybody's in that purge mode yeah. now, right? Yeah. If I don't need it, I'm getting rid of it. And I'm going to give it away to somebody that I feel good that can use it. Yeah. And it's just such a cool wow. thing. So it's if you, you got to sign up and they've got to accept you, but it's called buy nothing and then whatever community. You have to live in that community. And it's just a great opportunity. People will have, you know, non-perishable food items sometimes. I've seen people now with the holiday coming up, they're putting together an entire donation of a turkey dinner for a family. Oh, wow. That's um, good. So it's really, really a nice thing to do. And it makes you feel good about knowing that your things that you thought were just priceless yes. are going to a good home. Because, That's good. I love that yeah, idea. Yeah, it's it, it is really good. So again, I want to give folks, um, you know, these two different funds are still going: uh, the Bristol Heroes Fund and the Fund the First. There's explanations on what each of those funds goes for. You can go onto the Bristol Police Department website and or the city of bristol's website and all the information is there so this is a story that's not over it's um it's it's just been so interesting to see how people have responded and people have reacted and i just hope we don't forget it sometimes this stuff i i think it wears off we're nice for a little bit it's like when you go on vacation right yeah. you come back and you're all relaxed yeah. and and you feel good and you change your mindset and you change what how you're going to proceed and then but I think people are really, I, I know it still stands in my mind that there is a child yet to be born. I know. And uh, there are children here, and I think, and, and families just in general. Nobody's to be uh, diminished in this, uh, the wives. Um, but I, I do think that you think about, wow, those kids, you know, being there to support that mom and mm -hmm. just those people to give them a big hug. You know, that's yep. what I think is is on your mind that yep. uh, you know it's a day-to-day -day thing and it even is. where one family was very public and another one wanted to just kind of be 
more private, but understanding that at the end of the day, wanting everybody to have a chance to feel like they're part of it. And I think that was what was great, Rensselaer uh, Stadium, being able to open that up for mm-hmm. other people to come if they wanted to, having it on TV so you could watch it right. and be a part of it. Hannah Storm leading it, um, you know, and ESPN donating, again, the, the efforts of their uh, their talent and their staff. I, I just think there's not enough that we can do. I just hope that, not just in this case, but in other cases, again, that we don't always wait for a tra- tragedy. To give uh, back. To, to, to give back and to get yep. together, to show up. Uh, you know, I think it's something that we all wanna do, but, but fortunately, if we can be more proactive instead of reactive mm-hmm. and don't I wait think. for a tragedy yeah. to hit to do that yeah i also saw in the news the what the hundred club do you know what the hundred club is no i don't it they're very low oh, for the police for the police yeah so yes. i mean they're very low profile yes. they don't ha- they don't put out press releases they don't they don't you know shout from the rooftops all the things that they do but they did go on television yesterday i saw a story where these they're gonna you know take care of the college educations for these kids they're gonna see the families through the rest of their lives that's what they do and you talk about wanting to give back even join an organization like that yes if if law enforcement is something close to your heart there are organizations out there that you can join and be a part of you don't just have to do this by yourself as an individual there are groups out there doing good things there's so many that it just it doesn't take a lot of time and energy and to be part of something like that i think is also priceless especially as we get closer to the holidays and Thanksgiving and and Christmas is coming up. Veterans Day is coming. Veterans up Day, yes, we can't honor our veterans. we can't forget about that. Yeah. Absolutely, and don't forget the election vote. That's right. Go out and vote. Get make out it, there and vote. Make, make it your job. Absolutely. Use your voice. Yes. Yes. N- nicely use your voice. <laughs> I should say use it nicely, but make sure you use you you utilize your right to vote. It is a right, and it Mm -hmm. is a privilege. It's a privilege. So I think really the moral of our story today, Lisa, and this conversation, um, hopefully it rubbed off on some people out there, and and hopefully you're going to get up and do the next right thing. That's all we can do. Show up. Show up. Show up nicely. Be part of it. (laughs) Give back. That's right. Say, well, I don't have much to give. Everybody's got something to give. We've got something. We're not just talking about money here. There's always something that you have. Of yourself. Of yourself that you can give to somebody else. Right? All right. Well, we hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. And, of course, we couldn't do this without all of you tuning in to this edition of News You Can Use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.